Welcome to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. We bring you a 10-minute episode every single week to give you everything you need to optimize your well-being. The show is brought to you by BodyShot Performance. They use technology and science-based solutions to create happy, healthy, and resilient teams. Find out more at bodyshotperformance.com. And now here's your host, Leanne Spencer. Hey, how are you all doing? Thanks for tuning in. Um, This is going to be a good one. I'm going to talk about consistency with regards to health and fitness, obviously. Now, consistency is something that I am proud to say I'm pretty good at when it comes to fitness. Uh, But I don't think there's any great secret to it. I really don't. I think one of the issues, one of the common mistakes that people make is going too big too soon or too hard too soon or too drastic too soon or too drastic full stop. And it's just very hard to sustain that level of change. The body, the brain haven't had time to get accustomed to whatever it is you're, you're doing. It's easy sometimes to find time for something on the short term basis, but when it actually comes to making it and weaving it into your lifestyle, it can be quite tricky to find that time and that energy and that motivation and the incentive to want to accomplish whatever it is you want to accomplish. So I'm going to talk about some of the things And it's not wild, it's not exciting, but some of the stuff that helps to form consistency, to make these consistent changes, whether it's more sleep, whether it's better nutrition, whether it's moving more, exercising more, finding time for movement snacks, which we talked about last week, all of that stuff. So I'd summarise the next 10 minutes in one thing. It's small, boring stuff done often. That is essentially what consistency is all about. It's about frequency. It's about repetition. And firstly, it's about making things non-negotiable as well. So let's start there. What do I mean by non-negotiable? A non-negotiable is, as the name suggests, it's something that happens every single time. We do this anyway. For those of you who have uh, teeth, you brush them. You probably brush them twice a week. So that is, for you, a non-negotiable. So... That's one thing. Um, most of us get up, make our beds. It's kind of become non-negotiable. It's just what we do. For some of us, it's kind of woven into our sense of order and structure and doing what's right. And for others, it's just a habit. And maybe you don't make your bed, but there'll be something in your life that you do that's non-negotiable. In fact, there'll be lots of things. You will have basic needs that you will get met one way or the other because it's non-negotiable for you. So, when it comes to establishing consistency around health, fitness, and well-being, it's understanding what are your non-negotiables, the things that absolutely happen every single day. And my recommendation is not to overcomplicate this. Don't have several of them. You may have one non-negotiable. If you've got a lot going on, you don't have a lot of bandwidth. I have four, which is pretty much four or five, the maximum I would suggest, when it's about setting a new habit or making a change. So for me, and I have talked about these before, so I'm going to keep it really brief. Sleep's got to start with a seven, seven hours in a minute, great. Seven hours, 59 minutes or, or more, amazing. Vegetables have got to be on two out of the three meals a day. So two of, two of the three meals have got to have vegetables on them. Daily meditation is another and minimal movement standards, which is quite loose, but that's movement snacking. It's standing as a default. It's all the stuff I talked about in the foundations of fitness. So they're my non-negotiables, but pause this now and make a list of what yours are or what you you think they should be in order to get where you want to get to. So if, for example, you're looking to gain more muscle, some non-negotiables would need to be around protein intake, 
around exercise itself, structured, the appropriate type, the appropriate intensity of exercise for what you want to do with regards to laying down more muscle. Um, Sleep is when we we produce human growth hormone, and that's when you would get the benefits of of any exercise. So that definitely needs to be be in there. And that would be an example of a set of non-negotiables around that specific goal. And as the name suggests, these are not things that get skipped. So beneath my set of non-negotiables, there are other things that I'll do when things are going great or when I've got the time. And that could even be a structured workout. You know, I may go on the Peloton bike or lift the hex bar or hit, hit the pads or, or whatever it might be when I've got the time. But that isn't every day. It's not a non-negotiable. It hasn't got to happen. And that's in part because I pay attention to those foundations of fitness. So that's that's one thing and, and the big thing. And beneath that, I would I would say the old acronym KISS. Keep it simple, stupid. I'm not calling anyone stupid. I'm just reading out the acronym. But keep it simple. Really, really simple. Little changes, when combined with time, that's what creates impact. That's what creates consistency. So keep it simple. Keep the non-negotiables really simple. Keep all the other stuff simple. You know, don't get too caught up in biohacking techniques and ideas or uh, lots of machinery, lots of wearable tech, lots of testing. I mean, I do talk about that stuff. In fact, we did very recently talk about wearable tech and there is a place for it. But particularly when you're starting to build a habit, keep it simple. Pay attention to the fundamentals. I've recently been learning about property. I've got a property company and I've been doing lots of reading about the different property investment techniques and, and everything else and how, what to look for when you're looking for a property. And it comes back to fundamentals. So, you know, a fundamental of buying a property is, is it near a train station? Is it near an airport? Is it near schools? Is it near shops? These are some of the property fundamentals. I'm also learning about share trading, the fundamentals of looking for a good share. You don't get into level two or technical analysis until you've established, you know, what the company does. What's the net debt? What's the net profit? What's the peg ratio, et cetera. So it's very much the same with health. Go back to your fundamentals and make them non-negotiable, or at least some of them. So a few other uh, little tips for this. Think about the, the concept of intersections when establishing consistency. So let's say you're trying to increase your step count throughout the day, but you don't find walking very exciting, or you don't live in an area where walking is, is very exciting, it's very built up, you know, there may be bad traffic. So think about what you could intersect that walk with to make it more exciting, which means it'll happen more regularly. And one of those things might be getting some noise-cancelling headphones and listening to podcasts or music or audiobooks. And that way you could do some learning or get some escapism or catch up on a book at the same time as you're getting those steps done. Now, that's just one example of, of an intersection. You could also combine that with exercise. If you struggle to do your your exercise session, then could you combine it with listening to music? Could you combine it with with playing a podcast? Or if there's a friend you want to catch up with, can you work out together? So when you think about intersections, that can get things feeling a little bit spicier and, and definitely making it happen a bit more frequently. The other notion is stacking. So um, I talk about this quite a bit in terms of micro breaks throughout the day. Movement snacking is something I've talked a lot about recently. Taking a break in the day has really been proven to be beneficial for creativity, productivity, performance, as well as just giving your eyes a break from a screen or your brain a break from whatever you're working on. 
we know that natural light is very good for mood. It's good for energy. It's good for vitamin D. It's good for staying alert. So could you go outside and get that little micro break in natural light, perhaps doing five squats to constitute a movement, movement snack? So in that sense, stacking is a really efficient way to do things. And I think if you can do things efficiently, then you're more likely to be consistent about doing them. Plus, it's nice to know that you've got a bit of natural light, you've given your eyes a break from your screen, you've done some movement snacking, and you've given your brain a bit of a break, and possibly got some exposure to natural light. Boom, all in, all in the one stack. So that's something else to have a little bit of think about. But let me just illustrate with a little anecdote to sign off. When small but repetitive movements or, or principles can develop consistency and help you to learn a habit. When we got our dog, uh, we were told, you know, don't worry about sort of allocating 20 minutes at the end of the day for training. She might not be in the mood, she might be tired. You might not be in the mood, you might be tired. So we were taught this idea of kettle training, which I've, I've blogged and podcast about before, which is while the kettle's boiling, just do a few little sit or lie down uh, sessions with her. Just a few little, you know, a minute of practice. And you can kind of do the same for yourself. If you're trying to learn a press-up, then every time the kettle's boiling, try and, uh, and practice that press-up. Or give a bit of thought to something else you're trying to learn or embed. The point is that small repetitions can add up. And that's how you can establish a habit or, or do behavioural change for yourself, as well as for our canine friends. But above all of that, the way to get consistent is to have a strong motivating factor Understand and be really deeply connected to why you want change and why you're trying to do what you're trying to do. Is it because you've had a health scare? Is it because a family member's had a health scare? Is it because you want to have greater longevity to be able to play with your kids, 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 potentially? But get really anchored to that strong motivating factor. And that's when consistency becomes easier as well, because in the tough times, you know why you're doing it and you really want that thing that you're gunning towards. So... Lots to think about there. Break it down. Listen to this again. Pause it. Make some notes. Uh, and all the very best of luck. Um, we'd love to hear from you as well if this has been helpful. And of course, share this with anyone who you think would benefit from hearing from it. That's it for me. We'll talk to you next week. All the very best for now. To find out more about what Leanne and the team at Body Shot Performance do for companies, head over to www.bodyshotperformance.com. While you're there, why not take our Wellbeing at Work scorecard and find out how your business measures up in four key areas of well-being. Well-being strategy and aspirations, well-being resources and training, energy and motivation, leadership and values. Thanks for listening and see you next week.